No. No, you may not. Right. <laughs> How often do you hear yourself saying that as a teacher or before you came up with this? Before I came up with this way too often, it felt like all I was saying was no. Well, I grew up hearing no a lot because I asked a lot of outrageous stuff, but no, 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 no. But today we're talking about the power of yes. Exactly. The, the power, power of yes. yes. In this edition of the Choose Well Program podcast. Hello everybody, Mr. Brown here with the Choose Well Program. This is the podcast and we haven't come up with a, a fancy subtitle yet, but we're working on it. But ultimately we want to help you to have create better cultures in the classroom and the yeah. school one choice at a time. So today we're talking about the power of yes. I, I think that deserves a round of applause. The power of yes. Beautiful. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Lauren, you came up with this concept and I think you've yeah. applied it in your classroom. And so we're going to talk about the power of yes. Where did this come from and why are we talking about it? Yeah, so I'll give credit where credit is due. Um, one of my favorite professors in college, Dr. Sarah Johnson, she she would say the power of yes, because so often as educators, our immediate answer is no. When a student asks us, because they be asking some crazy stuff all the time, <laughs> all the time. And it's like, I don't have time to deal with all these questions right now. My answer is no, go do what I asked you to do. But she pointed out that sometimes we're severing our student relationships when we just immediately answer with no. And, and we're blocking them from, from learning sometimes even. And so the power of yes is just a concept of really hearing the student's question and the heart behind the question before you answer it. It's funny because um, all three of my kids at some point in their lives have walked up to me and said, Daddy, we can't do that, can we? <laughs> they already knew the answer was no. Right. But they still wanted me to know they wanted to do it, but they knew I would say no. Right. And so that that was my rep. And when my last kid did it, when Evan did it, I'm like, oh, all, all of them have done this at some point because they know That's I'm funny. the harder parent. Right. <laughs> So, so now our thing is this, um, when they ask me a question, especially if it's, I don't know, some, it depends on what it is. Most time when they ask me a question, I say, what are you going to say if I say no? Like right. last night, they asked me, can we watch Paw Patrol? Can we watch a, you know, Paw Patrol before we go yeah. to bed? I'm like, what are you going to say if I say no? And they say, okay. Nice. So they're prepared to yeah. hear a yes or a no. There you go. Either way. But it also gives me a chance to think, think what I want to do. Yeah. And often... Even if I know I'm going to say yes, mm -hmm. I still give them that pause. Right. Just to train them that I'm yeah. not going to always say yes. Sure. And if I'm going to say no, I sometimes do it too. Could get to prepare for a good, healthy no. Yeah. <laughs> so how have you seen this in your own teaching, changing your no's or taking the time before you say yes? Yeah. So with, you know, as educators, we always have our rules in our classroom, our expectations in our classroom, and we can get into the habit of just expecting our students to meet them every single day without fail. Amen. No. Right? <laughs> and yes, in an ideal world, that would be perfect. Right. But then if we look at our own lives, I mean... We're not perfect either. No, I, I'm for sure not perfect. And so I know that if I would like grace in my life, I have to extend it as well. Okay. And so for an example, is all of the kids at this point usually have a Chromebook assigned to them. And typically they're expected to charge their Chromebook overnight so that it's ready for them to learn the next but day. But usually they don't, they don't always do that. No, no, they do not always do that. And so one of the questions I get a lot in class is, can I charge my Chromebook? And this can be an annoying question because, you know, how many times have I told them to charge their Chromebook overnight? In all reality, I tell them every single day. 
But I have to step back a lot of times and I, I look at the kid, right? And so sometimes that kid may not have had power last night. You know, maybe their power got shut off. Maybe they are having to do laundry for their family and because for whatever reason, their parent or guardian can't or won't do it. And so uh, these are real examples. These, these aren't are just real examples. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe that student has made dinner every single night this week for their family or for their siblings. And they honestly forgot to charge their Chromebook. So what does it help if I say no? You know, I have to ask that question. What is it going to help if I say no in this situation? And you also have to ask yourself a question. What do I want at the end? Do exactly. I want a kid sitting there with a, a dead Chromebook while, every, while I'm trying to teach? Exactly. Right. Yeah. That can be hard because I told you to do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So then, you know, comes the conversation of, okay, you're not going to charge your Chromebook at home. It doesn't matter how many times I tell you to do it. You can't or won't charge your Chromebook at home. So how can you be successful? Hmm. You know, maybe it's them bringing their charger from home the next day and they charge it in the classroom overnight. That's totally acceptable. Right. And so... So you're saying, in other words, turning this power to yes is figuring out the bigger question is, what do I want as the end? As Stephen exactly. Covey said, you know, begin with the end in mind. So exactly. if I want the child to sit there in class with the Chromebook charge so he can learn, yeah. what do I have to do to make that happen? And how can I say yes to make that happen? Exactly. And I don't think you're... you're I mean, you want to take it by situation, but in this situation, yeah. you're not saying every kid that, that fails to do it, I'm going to always say yes. But oh, no. And you want to teach them and train them, but right. you also want to say, hey, what do I want to see at the end? Absolutely. There are times in your classroom where you have to or need to say yes or say no, excuse me. You know, another in the same example, if a kid's not charging their Chromebook at home, but I've called home. And their parent or guardian knows that they need to charge their Chromebook. And for whatever reason, it's not getting done, probably because the student is refusing to do it. Then I might make them sit with a dead Chromebook and have homework that Because night. the bigger pictures, I want them to learn. Exactly. I want them to be, take responsibility. Exactly. And they're going to lose out by not doing it. And hopefully they can learn from that lesson. Precisely. And I think it's sometimes looking at situations. Yes, you have your rules, but you also look at the situation where these rules are applied. And like you talked about mm -hmm. applying grace. And I know that kind of sounds contradictory. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we need to look at this individual person. Right. As a person who right. has needs, who may have failed. And do we want to pile on or do we want to help them in this situation? Another example, I like how you brought up individual people. Because sometimes I'll have students come in and um, I'll teach the lesson and I'll give them an assignment. And they're like, Mrs. Connor, I don't really want to, you know, write out my paper this way. But if I write it out this way, I'm still accomplishing the same goal. Is that okay? And, you know, it's it's going to be easier for me to grade if they just do it the way I told them to do it, <laughs> right? I have right. it set up that way. But I have to take a step back and think, okay, the most brilliant minds in our country... Don't all think the same they way. They don't all think the same way. And they do things differently. That's why they're where they're at. I, mean, I wish I, would have bo I was bold enough to ask my teachers that. I think I know. That, that's a thing that I think that I can give you credit in the classroom, to give your kids a chance to even approach you and ask. That's yeah. empowering to say, hey, this is this way. 
can I do it this way? Right. And it's not favoritism, not exception, but I, I think a little differently. Because if I yeah. would have known that, I'd have said, hey, teacher, instead of doing a um, written assignment, can I do an oral presentation for right. the whole class? <laughs> right. Can I just speak? Can I just present? You yeah. know what I mean? Because I, I, I was wired differently. Sure. And I said I would never have to learn how to write. I do need to learn yes. how to write. Right. But in this situation, they're, they're, they're still writing, but saying, can I do it this way? And I think that is, number one, amazing that the kid would even ask that mm-hmm. you set this kind of environment that they feel free to ask. Thank you. Did yeah. you say yes? I did. Okay. I did say yes because they weren't asking for less work and they weren't asking to get out of work or you know, they weren't they weren't trying to avoid the assignment. It truly made sense to them to do things their way. And what it comes down to is the learning. Yes. Right? If they're learning the concept, then why do I care? Right. Because you didn't want to grade it that way. You want everybody right. to be uniform. Is that just because I said it? That's why. Yeah. But you didn't care about that. You care more about this kid learning. Yeah. And that's your job as an educator. And right. I think, and that's not a put down anybody who doesn't let that happen. Oh, but, absolutely not. But yeah. sometimes my, my experience has been a lot of stuff we do in classroom is really teacher centered. Yeah. And I'm not saying teachers, they have a lot of work. They have a lot of things to do. I get that. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we want our kids to learn. And if this kid has found a different way to do it and says, you know what, I'm not trying to get over. I'm not trying to do less work, but can I do it this way? Because it makes more sense to me this way. Right. And, you know, there's there's some situations where I'll have a kid approach me and and they'll be really disrespectful in how they ask. And they'll say, it doesn't make sense. You know, it's the tone of voice. It doesn't make sense. I'm not doing it that way. <laughs> yes, you yes, are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not going to just bend. What happened to the introvert? <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> It's, you know, so it, it depends on the situation and each kid. And, um, but if, if I, if they do come at me that way and I say, no, you're going to do it how I asked you to do it this time, but next time maybe try this. Right. And right. so and, a different approach. Yeah. <laughs> and next time, most of the time they do come over and they're like, Hey, I really want to try it this way. Are, can I do it that way? And, and then it's like, okay, yes, yes, you can. But, you know, it does depend. <laughs> was there a turning point for you? I know your teacher said this, your professor said yeah. this to you. Is there a turning point in your classroom you saw, like, okay, I need to stop saying no so much? Or There was. Um, you know, I I was saying no a lot, and the kids were, they were turned off by it. You know, and the goal is not to be the favorite teacher, and the goal is not to let the kid, make the kids like you. And we all know that as educators. The goal is to teach them. But... I was noticing that when I said no so often, the interest in learning also went down. And so I started trying to be strategic in when I said no. Obviously, if a kid walks up to me and they say, Miss Connor, I want to jump over the desk. No, you're not going <laughs> to jump over the desk. Uh, why would you want to jump over the desk? Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if it's dangerous, if it's something they're obviously not supposed to do, I'm going to say no. But if it's Hey, Mrs. Connor, I would really like to work with a partner so that I understand this better. And they can vocalize that to me, not just, I want to work with my friend. Right. Then I need to consider that as an option. Let's give us a try. If it's yeah. going to help you learn, let's give it a try. And, exactly. And now, if you plan me, if y'all don't come back, mm-hmm. there's going to be consequences for, you know. So, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's where I kind of saw, I was like, you know what, I'm going to try it. I got tired of saying no. I got tired of the kids just being turned off at school. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to really evaluate my no's. And if some of them can be yeses, we'll see where we can go from there. And it makes the classroom a safe, enjoyable place to be. 
Okay. So last question, can I have a thousand dollars? No. <laughs> I th- the power of yes, I, you I know. know, I just figured we'd go for it. But in all seriousness, I think that's a great concept to think about. I think it's something you should weigh in your classroom with yeah. your, your environment, your culture, because every culture is different. Absolutely. But I think it's something we can evaluate. As we talked about before in the previous podcast, I think it's something teachers should do, all of us should do every day, is reflect. Yeah. Reflect on our day, reflect on our culture, and there are there things we can do. And even the power of yes can really be the power of connection. Yes. The power of in, in, the power of empowerment to students, mm-hmm. but figuring out what are things we can say yes to that are reasonable, that may not be as comfortable, but it can help connect with students mm-hmm. and also connect with their help them further education. Yep. The power of yes. Choose yes. Choose yes. <laughs> no, I still like choose well, but it's a choice. The power of yes is a choice, and when you make better choices, you will live a better life. So choose well. Oh yeah. And you can say yes sometime too. Oh, 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 oh,